What's blooming, my friends? I'm sorry. I know I've been really quiet, but I've had a lot of loss in my family recently, and I'm just trying to cope and deal with that in addition to all the things that go with losing a lost one, and I'm just trying to juggle it all with my family and also the flower farming and the floristry business. But I want to take a second to say thank you so much to my amazing friends here and all of you that have taken the opportunity to put some amazing reviews on my podcast. So Andy Candy 3, thank you. Dusty Boots Flower Farm, thank you my friend. Hey, I was just in the Dalles and totally saw Doofer on my roadmap and was like I need to go see my friend so thank Dusty Boots Ronnie you're the bomb I love you Kristen S777 thank you I just love your comments to see those that are so uplifting and encouraging I just appreciate each and every one of you thank you just a little recap. I did this whole huge November recap and then one night was scrolling through my phone and saw a really crappy and shitty review on my podcast and decided, you know what? I'm done. Like, this is not worth it. And so that's why I took a second there to say thank you to all of you that have took the time to leave me a beautiful review. Thanks. That means a lot. Honestly, just was like, why am I doing this anymore? I'm putting myself out there. I did it for the sole purpose of creating a network of flower farmer friends. So we had a place to talk and share our woes and our happy times and, and just share what we're growing and all the unique intricate things about our flower farming and floristry business so that we might be able to relate to one another. So that's why I'm here friends and I love to have these interviews with our flower farmer friends because it offers a unique experience but I also like to share mine. I'm not just a flower farmer. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a community leader. I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur and it's not all about the flowers. And sometimes, quite honestly, I listen to other podcasts because I don't want to hear about the flowers. I want to relate to somebody in real life. What are they struggling with as a business owner? How are they coping with it? And maybe I can put some tools in my tool belt to get me through the hard times. And that is why I'm here. So I hope hope that you're here to listen in and I hope you find value and if you are thank you thank you for that so what's going on like I said I had a whole November episode put together edited and everything but I'm just scrapping it I'm gonna give you the high notes I had an amazing market on the Saturday after Thanksgiving shop small Saturday there were so many lessons learned from that but one key thing was that you think you got the followers because you're looking at your Instagram or your Facebook page but again being out there and being present in my community I found new customers new followers and I was able to put my face out there and show who this person was that was posting all their flowers on all the social media platforms so it was just a great opportunity to connect with customers and as the lady selling Reese next to me, she said, because I had so many amazing followers come specifically to see me at the event. And 
some of them weren't even from Estacada. They came in to see me. She was just impressed by that I had all these followers. So if you're listening in and you came to the market and you purchased from me, I just thank you so much. Some takeaways. I experimented with various products. I decided I would do DIY wreath kits. It was an idea that came to me while I was in the field and they were hugely successful. I only brought like a handful of them to the market, which I felt was good enough. They sold out. That was awesome. I did various price points on ornaments, which was great because let's face reality right now. Things are super expensive and people are having to stretch their dollar and make choices. And as we roll into this next season and starting to strategize our sales outlets, it's really got me thinking, you know, I'm selling a luxury good. So how am I going to still keep selling my product and at what price point to what target audience so that I can be successful? So it's something I'm definitely thinking ahead about in the next season. But just offering those different price points really was a smart decision. Another thing I learned is that processing fees suck. I know it's part of doing business and my husband reminds me of that all the time. But it just, you know, when folks bulk at like say a $20 flower arrangement, but then, you know, 4% of it gets taken off by using those credit cards or those processing fees. You feel that. The market was great though. And I learned a lot from that. I have been trying to market like crazy my Freckled Bloom Flower Club, which is my CSA plus plus. I say it's the flower shares, but it's also these exclusive events that I've created for the Freckled Bloom Flower Club. So I was expecting a lot more to sign up and I know that they will trickle in. I just think people are wanting to get through the holidays and that cash is tight. So that is a reality of mine, but I've been trying to market that as well as I've got, you know, a merch line, which I started small. I just got a small bit of inventory to test the waters and I've made my money back on what I have sold. But yeah, that I'm glad I didn't go spend thousands and thousands of dollars on merch and just sit there and sweat over it. So I will build up my inventory in small quantities. I use a local amazing businesswoman. She does all my merch for me. I was just reaching out to her today because, you know, my kids are living in their freckle bloom sweatshirts and as we were at an event last weekend Tucker is wearing his freckle bloom sweatshirt and I'm just and I did the flowers for this event I'm like wow he's walking advertisement he's got the hat on he's got the sweatshirt on and my daughter she's got the sweatshirt and right now the kids are into big baggy hooded sweatshirts so all their friends are asking me for sweatshirts or t-shirts shirts. But, you know, I'm like, oh, that's a cost. That's a cost. But at the same time, 
their walking advertisement. So just something to think about. (laughs) If you can factor that into your marketing budget, try to start small with some merch and get your name out there. I also sponsored a basketball team. Been having this conversation over and over with my husband. I am part of my community. I have made it my mission to give back to help educate. So I participate in the garden club. I go to the career day fairs. I sponsor a basketball team. I totally 100% make that message loud and clear that a dollar spent with me is a dollar spent in our community because it is so true. I'm investing in my community because they are investing in me. Like sponsoring the basketball team, like your name gets put on the back of the basketball jersey and folks start having a conversation. Just some ideas to not only make a great contribution to your community, a tax donation, but it's also great marketing. Going back to some kind of life-specific events, so we had a death in the family and I had an amazing opportunity to do the florals for the celebration of life and it was just so beautiful. It just turned out so wonderful. What I will note is that, yes, I had to buy in product because we're in the dead of winter. I used all my greens from my forest and my field, which I was so so thankful for because if you do anything, get a membership to your wholesaler. So every month you can go in, you can even walk around and see what the pricing and the quality is because, oh my gosh, flowers are expensive. Um, Just like everything else right now, like go buy groceries. It's just all so expensive. But to see the quality, I had to throw away so much because the product was damaged. To be able to buy that 10 stem bunch, I probably had to throw four to five stems away because they had damaged petals or their, their heads had fallen off. Like it was really unfortunate. But at the same time, It also made me feel super proud and inspired about what I'm doing because the quality that I raise here on my farm is superior. Like I don't want to toot my own horn, but to get a flower from the field into the vase, into your customer's hand, you eliminate all those barriers that could damage that flower, that could shorten its base life. And so it was a good learning opportunity for me as I was processing these flowers and making these flower arrangements, really thinking about what is my messaging going to be in upcoming season and in my reels and marketing material about what it means to buy a freckled bloom. The quality that you are getting when you buy a freckled bloom and to really focus on sharing my story and talking about the quality of product that I'm providing. What I also found is I absolutely love farewell flowers. I am a very sentimental person. It's why I've been so quiet on the podcast is because I just have a really soft heart. Anybody says anything bad, like it shuts me down. It's just the type of person I am. 
What I've found that I love the most about farewell flowers is it's a time to honor a lost loved one, a friend, a family member, a community member. When you're meeting with clients and just really hearing the story of that person, you're able to create a unique arrangement that represents the beautiful life that they lived and the memory that the person ordering the flowers has for that person. So I've just in this whole process really learned how much I love doing farewell flowers. Hoping to focus in on those opportunities maybe more in the upcoming season. Well friends, Christmas is literally five days away and I still need to finish Christmas shopping and in two days I'll be starting my Lizianthus and as we were going to see my grandmother who is not doing well I was in the car with my husband and I was just saying how I feel so far behind and it is 100% not me to be behind on anything like I'm sitting here at my desk and I still have Christmas cards that I haven't sent out like I plan things like six months in advance but we've just been so overwhelmed with everything going on I know that once I kind of get myself back together in some of these major things checked off the list I'll feel better but it's just been quite the whirlwind uh, that we've been through so I really want to take the opportunity to wish you so much love and joy and reflection in this holiday time and wish you a Merry Christmas and I've got so many amazing interviews that I still need to edit and that I've got lined up in the new year so I'm hoping once the holidays are over I can get back to the keyboard and back to the microphone and resume this podcast schedule. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking some time to take a break and just reflect on the last season and start planning for this upcoming season. And I just wish you all well. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Take care, my friends.